that science, by definition, allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I am usually... Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What is your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck off and die. One hundred. Dude, should I do a hundred push-ups for the... For the yes! I, here I go. Wait, watch. Here. Oh my god, he's doing it. Everyone, he's it. doing it. He's doing one exactly 100 push-ups. I did 100 push-ups for Robert Eggers. Yeah, I'm oh going to I'm going to do 100 for... shots. <laughs> Just right now, let's see if I can make it to the end of the hour. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, you'd be like 13 minutes into this thing I know. and your your liver will just fall I'm, out of you. I'm actually curious. So, how many bottles would I need to do 100 shots? If I guess it's like, you know, per ounce if you do an ounce shot. Need a few at least. I can math. This isn't a math podcast. This is <laughs> this, this is, is a movie podcast, bud. Uh, this uh, is this. In fact, this you clicked on it. This is the Cult of Cinema Knowledge podcast, where we may not have the knowledge of cinema, but we're we're we, we're learning. We're always learning. It should it should have just been called the Opinion of Cinema podcast because it's the, just our opinion. But that doesn't spell cock. It doesn't. <laughs> no, that's, it the doesn't whole, bud. that's the whole reason this exists. <laughs> oh, it's it's. Oh, if you put the letters together, oh. it spells cock. I was actually saving that oh. for you for the hundredth episode to drop wow. that bomb on you. Yeah, <laughs> it just got revealed. Yeah, buddy. On our hundredth episode. Cheers. Dude, shoot it. Yeah, cheers, pal. I don't. Uh, I'm drinking the pain I'll, away. I'll cheers. Yeah, with my NW. Uh, anyway. Um. Oh man. So today for our hundredth episode. Uh, we're still watching all the best movies of last year, 2022. Uh, we watched Top Gun Maverick, which, go listen to that episode, was Jordan's <laughs> favorite movie maybe ever now. He's wearing a Top Gun yeah. Maverick shirt and doing 100 push-ups. He's super butch. Um, I was. Oh, yeah, just like in the movie Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> that's right. Uh, and we watched Everything Everywhere All at Once last week, which was excellent. And then this week, we watched The Forgotten. I feel like this movie was totally swept under the rug. Yeah. The Northman. Robert Eggers, The Northman. It was so anticipated. And it came out, and people, like, critics liked it, but it didn't make enough money. And so people were like, man. Oh, and even even then, I think what this was uh, was just like, it. Robert Eggers, he must be, like, really liked in, this, in, in, you know, Hollywood. And he must, like, have people in the right place that were like, yeah, we'll, like, you want to develop something. We will give you the financial backing, but you have to play by our rules. That's, yeah, that's kind of the. That's how that it goes with the, big ass budgets, like you know. Right, and and especially when it's like, it, all the strings are pulled. Um, and I think it's really fun though that, uh, Alex is it Alexander Skarsgård? Mm-hmm. How do you say his name? Skarsgård. Yes, yeah, Skars. Skarsgård. Uh, Skarsgård. Um, yeah. It was it was his like he was brainchild. He actually came to Robert Eggers. Well, that's what's cool. It's because it's like, it is like people from that heritage, you know, grew up with like, you know, I don't know, because he's like from Sweden or something, but, uh, but you yeah, know, right, just like that, he has that like Slavic Viking heritage. And uh, so it's cool to see that it kind of comes from him and stays with him and like Bjork is in it. 
And uh, I love, dude, I love Robert that. Eggers. This is, very, this is like, is a, like basically a, a, a yeah, exactly right. It's because it's like you know it's right. Vikings, but it's in Iceland too. You know, um, yeah. more mostly. And it's like Robert Eggers is just a fucking historian first, filmmaker second at this point. Right. Uh, well, he's, no, he's, he's both. He's he's like, both. Yeah. <laughs> there's like a, there's an interview a couple months ago about like him just being like, it's so he's just so tired. Like he, every movie he makes, it's like he does it like just the research alone in it. Like he writes a book about it when he like yeah. he works on it. So well, it yeah, yeah. It make it makes sense and it shows. You know, it definitely it oh. definitely shows. Oh, totally. Like he, so, that's if if anything you take away from this movie, you at least know it's technically like a feat. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Can, it's like you can, you can admire it. You can tell that uh, they went through great lengths to yeah, kind of make sure it was done right. If not, the yeah, most right. Uh, we'll talk in because I think it's like a little bit of the artistry was lost because of the studio method, which we'll t- we'll talk about a little bit. Um, especially compared to, you know, Edgar's previous films. But we'll get into it. But before we get too crazy, we'll do a synopsis. Jordan? It, <laughs> it's is my, it me no, this time? I, I think it's me. I, I didn't. Is it you? Dude, no, I actually, I literally, usually no. I'm pretty, like, solid, and I know whose it is. It, you know what? Because, yeah, you did everything oh, I everywhere did, else. I did everything so. everywhere else at once. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, okay. this is a much easier plot, so <laughs> yay for me. <laughs> I know, I know, right? Yeah, you, it's basically like it's the most basic. It's like one of the most original plots that it's, exists. It's like, like <laughs> one of the oldest stories of, of all time. <laughs> yeah, but, of, of time, yeah. Uh, so this this movie, The Northman, uh, is basic. it follows Amleth, who is basically, you know, where Hamlet was ripped from. So this is a very classic type of story about this young prince on this, uh, you know, Viking island in the, like, 8th century or whatever, 10th century. And um, his his father king, Ethan Hawke, comes home after a uh, stay away, and, you know, they have their bonding moments, and but it's all cut short when Ethan Hawke's brother, Amalus's uncle, Fjolnir, uh, kills the king and usurps the throne, and Amleth escape barely escapes with his life, and they all thought he was dead because he cut off the dude's nose and fled. Uh, cut to twenty to thirty years later, and he's just kind of like an aimless Viking in this tribe of like these these raider men. He raids a village, and he soon finds out that some of the slaves from this raided village are going to Fjolnir, his uncle. This is the first he's heard about him in so long. And he finds out that he's been disgraced and has moved to Iceland and no longer rules the kingdom he once ruled. He's a, just a simple fucking small, like, he's a landowner and a slave owner and everything. I, he but must, yeah, yeah, yeah. He must have some sort he's of, like, like, a baron higher, or something. Higher yeah. standing. Is it a baron? Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if that's actually, because that's more like, you know, English fuelty or whatever, but uh, yeah. so something like that. And so... You know, Amleth, he dis- disguises himself as a slave and meets up with Anna Taylor-Joy, I forget her name. It's like Olga, I think. It is. Yeah. Meets up with her, and they both are like, hey, I hate these guys. You hate these guys? Cool. Let's hate them together, and let's let's cause chaos from within. And so, you know, he gets there, and they slowly start making things harder for him. And all the while, Amleth is having all these visions and prophecies uh, of his fate and Valhalla and destiny. And he goes, and he gets the Nightblade. Uh, you know, yeah. the, the sword du- Dr- yeah. Drugor or whatever, uh, yeah, right, right, right. that can only be unsheathed at night and slowly starts killing all these people. And it's a cycle of violence, and then that gets crazy. And then he impregnates Olga, and they they 
flee together after killing a bunch of people. They barely make it out. And she's like, I'm pregnant. And he's like, oh, cool. But then he's like, oh, our child will never be safe until I fulfill my destiny. So he, like, ditches her, goes back to Iceland and hunts and kills his mom, kills his half-brother. And then he has an epic battle with his uncle at, in the gates of hell, the in the base of an active volcano. And he is killed. And th- with glory, he is taken to Valhalla by the Valkyries at the end, uh, which visually is is very pleasing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's how it goes. It's a uh, you know, it's a classic little bit. Of sh- it's very Shakespearean, uh, but by design because this is based on true legend that Shakespeare then took and kind of tweaked for Hamlet. And this is definitely interesting coming back on that. It's more. It feels very Hamlet and very Macbeth and like kind of just just these classic type of archetypes. So it's very it's a very simple movie on the surface. You know what I mean? Just a very like, classic yeah. revenge tale. That's I, that's it. Revenge, and that's like I think that was like the capital that he used. It's like okay, revenge is going to be the thing, and then it's woven into kind of everybody too. Other other people get revenge in certain ways, and it's like like Nicole Kidman's character. She she totally like she's she's just she's a slave, and she was she was in right. It's revealed you know, that she was also she like he has this setup for her thinking she's all this like damsel in distress, and then finds out yeah, that well, she's and he, and he thinks an that architect. she's from like yeah. She, he thinks he grew up thinking that like she was some fair. I can't remember what they said. Like she's from like Britain or whatever. You know, she's yeah. from like she's from like a European island. She's like a Christian like, heathen is, originally or something. Yeah, right, right, right. And so it's like. You know, that, that's pretty cool. And then that that's such a cool part is, like, I love the, like, superstition in this through, oh, like, yeah. everybody. And how, like, and just how they they are, you know, because the, the, the Slavic people, they are, they are the ones that are, like, more oppressed. And they are the, sl- the slaves in this. And um, they would, like, they would talk about, like, their, their like, you know, their Christianity and their, like, blood drinkers. And they're, you know, they're, like, I know, they're creepy and weird. But no, our creepy and weird is, is totally cool, and I don't know. I like that the, the subtlety there, but it's also probably so well researched that, like, you know. I mean, yeah, it, back it back in the day, well. the Christians were super prosecuted, and they still just won't let it go. <laughs> they still I think know. they're yeah. they're the victim of everything. Anyway, um, really? even though they control everything, but um, this movie, I I kind of I see what you're saying about it being like vengeance being like the main thing. But I kind of disagree because I think that vengeance is like the vehicle of which I think the actual biggest theme is like destiny, you know, and like fate. It's more about like he become he becomes so wrapped up in his rage and vengeance that it's like it's not even that he has to like I have to have revenge by the end of it. It's like I have to fulfill my destiny, which is revenge. But, you know, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So then I guess. Yeah, that's a that's a good way to put it i guess where it is destiny but i the reason i say revenge is because that is what fuels his destiny and that is what he convinces himself of his destiny is yeah. revenge yeah that's even, the, even when he's yeah. on the boat he's on the boat with olga at the end and she's like you don't have to go you you can choose to either you know stay with me and survive or go there and die and he's like i choose i choose and his he pretends that his destiny is both because he's like i can have both now, he uses and it as that's the whole thing i think that but whole turning point at the end of the movie still is he uh oh for sure but he uh he uses destiny because the whole time he's using vengeance to fuel 
the reasons for him completing his destiny. But that's at the end there, it's like the exact opposite. He's using destiny as an excuse to exact his vengeance. You know what I mean? Where it's like he's got to go. It's, <laughs> We're it's saying such, the same thing. No, no, it's such bullshit because it's like for his character to be like flopping around like that. I don't know. It's it's such a cop out for him to just be like, no, it is my destiny. It's like, no, bro, you have a choice. Yeah, but uh, you, you could stay. Well, and I and I love like, I just and I love dude. Like, like I'm saying superstition, and then just it, it's got such a a mild mixture. Like that's what Robert Eggers does really well. Is like he's he even though this is a little bit more bombastic and a little like larger themes, he still kind of keeps that superstition. Like it's like grounded in reality and through the characters but then it's like it's cool how olga's kind of a witch and when he kisses her like he has that premonition of like two children in the family tree and, like, mm-hmm. through their through their heritage and like and they and like they survive and like he's able to like talk to her at the end when he dies spoiler alert uh i damn but it, i said and, it in the scene he goes to valhalla man that's the best know, ending for him he yeah, died. He dies in glory with the pierced he, heart in chrome he dies he dies in glory in chrome <laughs> but uh Oh, I'm good. I just, I'm good. <laughs> I know, dude, you're getting another little sting in the pain, dude. Sting in the pain. Um, I just got my dick uh, and balls cut off this weekend. So <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, drinking the pain away. Anyway, so it's it's our hundredth episode and you're going to have uh, maybe what? A hundred loads of sperm left and then you're done. <laughs> nah, yeah, hopefully less. But yeah, let's see. That's why I actually did it is for the hundredth episode. It wasn't for family planning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a hundred episodes coming off. What do you did you dare me to cut my nuts off? Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's, when we make it to a hundred episodes, you need a vasectomy. Yeah, we, we, I shouldn't have never <laughs> yeah. shook on that. Um, anyway, backing it oh. up, backing it up. Have so tell me, this is your second time watching it, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I would call it my first. The first time I watched this, I watched it oh, like yeah. in three, <laughs> that's right, three parts or four, three or four parts on an airplane on my phone. So that barely like, counts. Yeah, yeah, that barely. But I still so. But the funny thing is, I uh, I still like, I still feel the same. I don't know. Watching it again now, I felt like I had a little more attention to it, and I could, I could enjoy it and its richness. But I don't know, man. I got. I don't know what it is. I gave this movie four stars and I I wholeheartedly stand behind it. And I would, it's almost like I would love for Robert Eggers to continue doing movies that he's passionate about. But I just, I love, I like his small scale. I like what he does with like $12 million. Yeah. I like what he does with like a micro budget essentially compared to this like $90 million, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think he did like, I just, a lot of really good stuff I, with it, but I, I, I agree right. with you. You know what I mean? Like, I do feel like he did a good job being grand think, and huge, but also it feels weirdly small and like well, that's, weird. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like it's got all of its really weird, surreal, like prophetic dream moments. Um, and it's like, there's really not like, there's a couple huge battles, but the most of it just takes place on this like farm in Iceland. You know what I mean? Uh, so it doesn't really feel like a, you know, nearly hundred million dollar movie necessarily, but it does feel, I see, I saw it in theaters when I originally came out on the big screen and I felt like that was pretty epic. It, yeah. And that's, I can only imagine like it, it does. Well, like what's so cool about Robert Eggers is he shot this, he shot this old school style. He just used one camera and that's it. And they like, they didn't, they, they didn't shoot coverage. They didn't shoot like they they would they weren't 
they weren't playing it safe. It was so prepared mm-hmm. and it really shows like all the cinematography through it is like, it really shows so it's super fluid. consistent yeah it's super fucking yeah. consistent and it and like and it's like super strong like it is there is a whole world when they like raid that village the first time it's like there aren't that many people who go but it feels like it feels like you know 20 times the amount of people that are raiding it exactly are taking, yeah because they're just it's so it's really like, it, like it's like a yeah. dozen to 20 men yeah. at most but it feels <laughs> yeah, like a right? fucking army it, it feels like, yeah, like this army's because it's so through. chaotic, and well, each man is worth ten men. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know. But right, uh, right, right. yeah, that was pretty like that. And then I just remember because I when I first saw it, I seen on the big screen too. That ending fight was super epic on the big screen too. Uh, just the yeah, du- and that, the duel. It, it, the the duel's kind of kind of like weak. It's it's um, lost a in, little of its impact on the second can, viewing for me. The whole yeah. everything after he decides to go back, like it's cool. Like, it's definitely cool, and I get why they made the character make that decision, and I get all that, but I'm just it, like, for some reason, it, it just, like... It kind of feels like it derails it. It does. It, like, I feel like it takes a turn to get where it feels like, not only, the, like, the character needs it to be there, but the movie also feels like it needs to take it there, and so it became very expected, you know? Right. I think that's, I think that's what's bothered me, is, like, I was so expecting it to be the flip. I was like, oh, fuck, he's not... I was so excited for him to choose like his character growth was like i'm not gonna choose oh yeah it would have been it would have been great to have that subversion where it's just like he drops it yeah (laughs) right because that's the thing they already and we already got the like the idea that he was going to go to valhalla and then he was like taken back to earth it's like you know he he did he was on the brink of death and then he thought he got saved by the valkyries but he ended up getting saved by olga you know and she's she's his fucking angel so to speak you know right 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 right. and it's so cool because i like her like her she's from like the the birch birch clan or birch she's from like a birch forest or something and i think that's her like her like power like it's like because he's like what does he say is like it just because she's so or whatever. white yeah i know dude, like, <laughs> she's so white dude she's honestly the whitest. the whitest human being in the world <laughs> she's the so... dude i don't know what kind of milk bath she takes I, before she must like i feel like she bathes in the blood of virgins or something yeah she probably well, then, did like, actually sell her sell her soul to the and, devil and, <laughs> the yeah and like well no that's what i i love the my head cannon <laughs> robert eggers just this, filmed it this character this character olga olga over the birch forest she she is the she's the girl she's she's never aged she just is the girl from the witch nice she just yeah she just lived long enough because it's like i just i don't know i love i love her in robert eggers films so. oh yeah for sure so like, i don't know dude what just, were what were your like expectations though because i know they were pretty big because you and i both really like eggers eggers and uh ari aster like the two filmmakers that came out around the right, same time and right. have been knocking it out def- of the park so far yeah I'll I'll see anything they do. I'm sad that I didn't see this in theaters. I don't even know why. I can't I can't remember. I think just COVID was yeah still kind of a weird thing. I don't know. No, even yeah, then, not really. But eh, not so not still. as bad, but still, yeah. Because it I came out early just, in the year, seen... and that's I'm sad because it did kind of. I feel like it got forgotten because I definitely was thinking about all the Oscar movies, and I'm like, you know, this movie, sure. You, like I've watched some of the movies that have been nominated for all the stuff, and uh, I think Northman is much better than a lot of them. But I'm like, you know. Throw it a fucking cinematography bump or something, man, because the cinematography is yeah. great in it, and it's better than a lot of the movies that got nominated. But it's like I don't know. I feel like a lot of people didn't really. This and Nope, I feel like were the big ones that for some reason like did. Did anyone well, watch well, those see, movies? And, like, where, and Nope, <laughs> they're huge nope was, new directors, highly why? anticipated, like third film from each guy. I know, isn't that so cool? Um, yeah, and it's like, but then they came out and they reviewed good. 
Like, both movies did good. But, like, obviously, Northman came nowhere. It didn't make his money back, so it was a bomb. No. It was not a bomb. Even, and yeah. that, that and that kind of bums me out, too, because I'm like, it's not even like, I, actually, it doesn't really bum me out. This is, like, one time where I'm like, I'm like, well, that's cool with me, because as long as Robert, because it's not like Robert Eggers won't ever make a movie again. It's just now I'm like, I hope he does, like, a more original screenplay. Because, yeah. like, quote, unquote, you know, this this is clearly is, like, an original screenplay. But it's but it's based off of his, Hamlet. It's based well, off of... Well, that's part of the joy of his, I think, the biggest reason. Because, like we said earlier, I wanted to... I was hoping discussing this with you would help me figure out what it was about this movie that I didn't love. Because on the surface, I yeah. fucking love everything about it, but there, no, it's right, not... Right, right, right. Like, I, too, gave it four stars, and I'm like, you know, I think Lighthouse and The Witch are five stars. Oh, uh, five, oh 100%. Dude, The Witch the Witch <laughs> and The Lighthouse are two movies that, like, I can't I can't get enough of. They feel can't, like can't old cinema. Like, they, and like, but old cinema, but, like, but like it, it's, it is what, it's what we've, like, kind of waited for. It's, like, it basically, it's, like, film history wrapped into, like, somebody who knows what they're doing today with our technology. Yeah. And it like it's such a they're like they're both love letters and they're both they're both such like atmospheric like triumphs that this movie the Northman has that same heart it just it does feel it feels a little like brave-hearted like, yeah it just well it's like atmospheric a in a studio. different way for me because like so like you know the witch is him trying to like put his foot out there and make this really just like low-key full core movie which he obviously totally succeeded because that movie so good, dude. that movie it's, is i mean it's the one greatest of the full one horror of, movie ever made so. one of the <laughs> movies that is like attributed to like our new golden age of horror that we're in that like was yeah. like that uh it's like that and babadook came out around the same time and then right. like it follows and stuff but um <clears throat> and then the lighthouse was just fucking bonkers but it's like so so original like it's just crazy yeah and so i feel like coming from the lighthouse to this movie like this movie is just so different but i think the biggest thing like you said it is original but it's such this classic story it does feel like it's playing it safe kind of a lot of the time and i think that's maybe what it is because it's like the lighthouse is anything but playing it safe (laughs) like the lighthouse i think that's what it is two of the the biggest actors just being like people went and saw that movie (laughs) And we're like, what yeah, the fuck did I just watch? But I know, yeah, it's awesome, anybody so. who's a, a yeah, a I've Rob seen Pat I've seen the Lighthouse like, like four or five times, and I'm still <laughs> dude, like, what the I fuck? Still, <laughs> I still love, I love it, dude. It's Lighthouse so beautiful. Is my, it's Lighthouse like a is my si- favorite. I'm gonna go watch it's Lighthouse like the greatest, right now. It's the greatest silent film movie ever made. Like, it's like so good. <laughs> That's great. That's great. But uh, like, I don't know. I this movie, it, I couldn't quite articulate it. But on my second viewing, I'm like, okay, this is more like it's big and it's epic, but it's like it's these big stories. And I feel like someone was saying something, and we've talked about this before, where it's like people take movies really literal. And this is a hard movie not to take literal because it's very, like, pretty straightforward the way it's laid out and stuff. It's very, like, in the moment, whereas, like, you know, Lighthouse is very, like, metaphysical. Um, but, like, this definitely feels like people would be like, how did he chop butcher, like, three guys and then stage them like this nine-legged stag? Yeah. And I'm like, no, dude. This is the fucking campfire tell that these kids are telling. It's like, and yes, then, and then omelet in the night. And, you know, like he did this. Right. The, then he I mean, met dude, the he met the seer in the cave, and well, like, and it's cool it's a, because it's, it's a like legend. The, it's an Arthurian legend. Oh, yeah, yeah, and the things the things that like that's what yeah it does feel like it does feel like a storybook story yeah. because he he like interacts with things and then other characters have it. So it's like there's times where he like 
when he first meets the seer who's Bjork and she does like the incantation and kind of like gives him like his whole, you know, she's the, she's the inciting incident. She tells him like, yeah. you're going to have to go. This is your destiny. This is what you do, you know? And I, and this, and then she's gone, but it's like, it's like if someone else was watching, they probably would have seen her too. And that's like how it works. Cause the one thing that gives away is when he goes to find the, he goes to find the sword and he has to fight that creature when you know, he has whatever, his fight when that. he has his boss battle. <laughs> yeah, he has his boss battle, and it's like it's like, and then he's standing there with him, and then he like takes the sword and all that shit. And then the when he gets caught and captured and beat up, and then that dude is trying to open it during the day, and yeah. he can't get it open. That's where you're like, oh, okay, so it it is like it is it's, a legend. Like, yeah, this is it's like, not this is, him having like myth, these. It's like, not like in his mind, yeah, which I feel like yeah. people freak out about. Like it's like. This is the reality, and then this is his visions. It's like the, no, it's right. all one no, thing because all mixed together. The yeah, Nightblade cool. is real. He does these crazy things, right. like literally Odin. There's straight up Deus Moxina in this. Like he's getting, he's hung in the fucking storehouse, and the crow. He asks <laughs> yeah, for Odin, the and the crows come and crows, peck his rope loose. But well, it's cool because like the crows are his father. Yeah, and like. You know, so it's like he gets it's. I well, just, and I Odin like is the like all that. father. You know what I mean? He's like the, the right. gods. You know, and it's like he's doing yeah. this for his father. Plus, you know, do you, it's all wrapped up in his god figure. And right, right, right. and I guess that uh, yeah, I guess that, oh, that's a good that's a good way to look at it too, because it's also like that is what his his actual father like. Well, he's the, like the war raven. He's mythological. He's like body. Yeah, exactly. He set up his father too. His right. memory of his father has become almost religious and like mythic like on its own because you know 30 years have passed or however long and his memories of his father of like this noble king and he has like these personal surreal moments with willem dafoe doing the ritual which is so sick i love that so sick i want more willem dafoe i'm glad they brought the uh, severed head back man i I know i love oh my god dude i want to i need to make that a a t-shirt or a sticker please but uh, i want a keychain of just like his shrunken head but dude so the the war even oh fuck i don't know i lost my train sorry uh no, you're good. It was something, uh, something. It's too busy sucking off Willem Dafoe. I know. Well, dude, that, well, we were talking that, about that's fathers good... and uh, Odin and like uh, his connection with it, thinking yeah. his dad's super knightly. Uh, you know, and, uh, and okay. so he's he's super righteous <laughs> in his journey. Um, but um, I don't know. It, it, this definitely second time around. I really feel like all those strengths really stood out to me more. But then I noticed more like. Some of the weak things. And I'll, I'll get to it on the Reddit comment, but one of the other Redditors kind of made me realize something else about this movie that I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, that it was kind of a disappointment. Um, but I'll get to it when we get there. But, oh, man, I don't know. As I say, I'm, I, I wanted it to succeed just because it's like, I feel like even though I don't want, I don't want Robert Eggers because this is something Hollywood does. I, they take yeah, good indie directors and they suck them in and he's going to make a Marvel yes. movie or something. No, I don't want him to I don't get. I want, want him that. to make another studio film, really. But I don't want him to be. I don't want him to be like, hey, I need to make Nosferatu or whatever he's doing next, and I need right. fifty million dollars or however much. And I don't want them to be like, Ooh, I don't know, your last movie really sucked. It performed uh, underperformed. Uh, best I can do is ten. You know what I mean? And so he can't do projects that he wants to do. Like yeah. I feel like, because unfortunately that's just how it works. Sometimes there's very few studio execs that are like, you know what? Yeah, here you go anyway. <laughs> like, let's take that gamble again because it's all about money for them, you know. Really, but, it is. But I feel like I know, he, he tried his I best to tout the line. Doing, you know, it's accessible. Uh, he is doing Nosferatu. That makes me a little nervous. But, yeah, I know that he... Uh, if anyone's going to do it, 
But again, I right. want him to do something original. I want him to do original, yeah, because I liked his I liked his first two originals. But I mean, that's what that's what's funny though. We're we're calling this this was this was like this is original. Screenplay. This is original, yeah. Right. I mean, all the all the characters he creates. But dude, I love that. I love like the he witch, the dude that has, um, you know, hey, William Defoe's severed head. Oh, that guy. That, and like, like when there's like when dude. this movie's so fucking metal. Like it, that's just, what I was doing. Like, literally, I was like, just I, like, when I was watching it, yeah. When I was watching like, it, was all that drum. throat singing, all so the throat cool. singing, and like the, the rhythmic and like, so good. yeah. And dude, and I was like telling Victoria, I'm like, I'm like, so like every metalhead in the world loves this movie, right? Like it, this, it's has, got that, it's got that imagery all over it. Like, I loved. Don't get me wrong. I loved the score. It was very like authentic and super like uh, blood pumping Viking. But I just wish that somebody would make a hardcore like viking or like brutal fantasy movie but set it to like the hardest doom metal ever just like I know, right because this this movie had we talked about it a little bit in the last this is episode the closest thing you're gonna get i know <laughs> i know we talked about it a little bit in the last episode about like good title drops and this movie has yeah. the best most fucking metal title drop ever uh where it's like got all the sequences like here's the iceland yeah. and then but then it's just yeah. like the, the the runes come up and it's like the night blade feeds i know that's really all i can think of <laughs> well dude and what's his god he's got he's got a sick name what's his name called he's like the war wolf or something or like the oh damn remember when he's when he tells them like uh he escapes and this is right before he gets caught and he's like come get me i'm Something the war. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, something the wolf because he comes back and he says, "Or no, the wolf bear." I think it's like the wolf bear or whatever. And I just, dude, like Skarsgård got so huge in this. It's like that. It is funny. I'm like, this is definitely like, but it's weird. Oh man, I don't know. I'm I'm all over the place. (laughs) I think that's what sucks. This didn't. This should have picked a lane because it like it feels like it feels like my uncle like dude like a dude bro would be like. This is so like this is so masculine and so dope. But then they're like such tender moments and like the time with his his mom when she like tricks him and like tells him that like no your father's like pathetic super and I hated being super with him. uncomfortable but like it's yeah really so, oh, and then, really and then captivating her, though that's that's like and that's like her best see that's such a like strong scene for her character because like she like manipulates him to be like well if you kill him I'll be your and, lover and it's like and it's like she's it's playing so like weird, she's like. Yeah. It's like it's almost like she would go along with it, but that's her defense mechanism to be like that's how she like, that's how she survived this far. Yeah. You know, she's just trying to right, right. And you can't quite, I can't quite tell how malicious she is, or if like that is just like that's her defense mechanism. And it's like, and, but it also I'm like maybe she's just kind of got the taste for power, and whoever's the next highest up, whoever is the, she you know, sees the writing on the wall and is like, uh-huh, hey, I'll, I'll be right. your queen. He's he is more virile and you know that yeah anyways, yeah he like, he's she's virile just like, all right let's let's kiss yeah she's like, I'll kiss my boy I don't give a shit he's virile for sure um I uh, I don't want to body shame in any way but something I like I feel like Nicole Kidman was like had a weird look in this movie and it was freaking me out like I felt like during that scene specifically like her neck looked too skinny. And it was freaking me out. Okay, I, can see that. I, I was like, she looked her like hair, a, her hair was so it was, long. It, it was. Really made, I was really made distracted by it, though. It was like a bobblehead character or something. Well, did she? No, I, I get you. <laughs> was she like, I like everyone's, everyone was so plain, like clearly. Well, that's, know, that's, no, that's what I like. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, they yeah, just, it, they look like, you know, they're good looking people. Well, dude, and uh, you know what's wild? <laughs> they built the, they built the Icelandic set in 2019 and it, uh, it, they got production got shut down obviously for some for some weird reason some weird uh, thing happened right after that some, we don't really some know crazy thing sure. happened in 2020 that i don't god, god knows what happened but uh it like it shut it down and so it weathered it. it like totally when they came back to shoot it it like 
it looked, you know, it looked so authentic. Like they'd been living there for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I was like, that's, that's really cool. It's like, yeah, that's sick. And I love the, I love like they go and they have like, they have the sports scene, you know, with like the kid and it's, I don't know. It is, it's cool. Like this would be, this would be a movie that you could really like, you could really like dig into all the history. Cause it's like, he, he would, Robert Eggers takes so much and mixes it. He makes it a big melding pot of Mm -hmm. like, of like significant things that are like some are factual, some are myth. And he like mixes it together and he creates such wow. cool characters. Like, dude, I love when he steals the heart and he's like, yeah. you know, is it, and, or when he gets the animals. So like, so like the character, you know, Amleth, like, like Skarsgård's character is like howling, fucking howling getting, and all the, all the, the animals go crazy. The dog. Yeah. yeah. The dog goes mad. And it's like, it's like, that's what's so cool. Like the myth is mixed with like the reality of what's happening. It's like, it's so cool. Oh, so, that's, that's, great. that's what I love about it. It's such it's a but thousand just, year old oh, tale that is put to film in like a really good way. And so it's like for that, I think it's a huge accomplishment. But yeah. uh it's funny you say about the whole masculine thing, because I thought that too. Cause when I when this first came out and I first watched it, I was like, that was cool. This was like I feel like everyone who hated the Green Knight by David Laurie came out like the previous that's, year. I'm like, everyone I, who hated the Green Knight it, will love this movie because it's got the weirdness, but it also right. has all the action that the Green Knight did not yes. have. And the uh, Green but Green Knight, Knight is, I like is it more. Better. Yeah, I like it more. I love the Green Knight. I love the Green Knight a million times more because it's because it's it is soft. It's it stays in its lane almost, and that's what yeah. that's well, what about. I heard that this was divided, like there was but, a much longer cut, and it was way more surreal originally. That's and it got kind of cut down. One hundred percent. That's what I heard too. Which, like, so that's where it's like, it probably why we need did to get better it in the studio. Yeah. It's like, you but, know, uh, of course, if Robert Eggers was making what he wanted, I feel like we would have gotten something more ambitious, but. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it was. It, I yeah. still was. I, I feel I like it. Like, but I feel like you can feel that it's like it is ambitious, yeah. but you feel like it was more ambitious, and it was kind of like, whoa, now, boy, whoa, you know, and like leashed back right, just right, a right. bit, so it's like it doesn't quite reach its full potential. You know what I mean? Uh, and I think that's a big part of it. But it's funny because uh, I feel bad because my brother, he's a he's a pretty he's a pretty jocular type, yeah. you know. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he went and saw everything everywhere all at once with me, and he really loved it. And he's like, oh, yeah, Levi knows what he's talking about for once. <laughs> and I said, yeah, watch The Northman. We're watching this week. And so he watched it, and he fucking hated it. He, he hated it? He said it? it was the stupidest movie he ever saw. <laughs> and I was like, no! Like, it's still, real, it's still really good, man. Like, and he's does, like, he no. like, does he like The Lion King? Because that's I, pretty he, much I don't what know. we're watching. I don't know. To be fair, he probably he watched it like you. He probably watched it on his cell phone at the gym while he was on the treadmill and like over the course of three days. <laughs> yeah, like, I think that's how he watched it. So I mean, I get uh, okay. It. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. At least like when I watch, I I understand when I'm coming into like watching something on a cell phone with like you know I I understand what I'm getting into, and so I like I can I don't I don't judge things quite as the only movie like I've ever but. watched on a cell phone, and I watched had the second half of it. For it was for the film club, was the Frighteners. I watched the second <laughs> half of the Frighteners on my cell phone, and I fucking hated it. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I watch a lot of things on, on. I have like I paid for like Plex on my phone. I did too, and it, for that and exact it, reason, right? And it play it plays really nice. It did and play like, nice. It was nice. But. I uh, I do it because it's like I can walk to work and catch like a half hour or something. Um, but anyhow, do you, wa- I, like, do you watch but, it while you're walking? Yeah, that freaks me out, man. I don't know. Fucking yeah, I mean, robot I, I person down, walking down the street watching down the, the Northman. I'd be like walking by you and be like, hey, 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 bro, what movie are you watching? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm just catching the Northman <laughs> on my Northman. commute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like walking just down watching, the streets yeah. of Seattle. Like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I well, I know it's like you can watch whatever you want. I, I remember watching Rio Bravo on my phone, and that that <laughs> really, but, yeah. I'm so sorry. That's like it's like torture on top of torture. <laughs> yeah, really though. No, yeah, I don't. I don't typically watch it on my phone while uh, I walk. I know. Yeah, but yeah. that's fine. So I don't know. Anyway, I uh, this movie. Yeah, I don't know. I really because when I saw it, it was early in the year, and I was like, oh yeah, this is gonna be my favorite movie of the year probably. And yeah, then like, right. but it was a good year, and that was a, a good year for the like. It's been we kind of had a little bit of a drought the last few years because of some weird reason, and uh, <sighs> but this year, this last year had a lot of really good movies. So it's like, The Northman might not even crack my top five. It's probably in my top ten, but it's weird that for a Robert sure, Eggers movie that I did really enjoy, I did really enjoy it despite its flaws, um, didn't crack my top five of the year. Because I'm like, not that many good movies come out. Fuck. But still. Right. Yeah. I don't know. There's some bangers. There's some bangers. Um, yeah. Do you got a... I mean, I can give you I can give you the quick money minute. Give me... Yeah, give me the money minute first just because right. we've been talking a lot about like budgets and studio involvement. Because right. his previous other movies, he's always been... He's like an A24 darling. He helped that studio get big as it was with like... Because The Witch was like right. in their, more of their early days. And... So everyone keeps thinking this is an A twenty four movie, but this is a f- what Focus Features, right? And Sony, uh huh, yeah. Uh, but and so it's weird. Like I expected the A twenty four title to pop up, but that really yeah, that right. really shows at the beginning. I'm like, huh, that's that a weird funk that like this is not like this indie movie. See, like, <laughs> dude, this is I don't know. This is like this is what happens to all these guys. So The Witch was a four million dollar budget. Four million, goddamn. Four million, dude. <laughs> under rolls. five, like five million is like the five million is like indie. That's an indie movie. Yeah. It's five mil. So this is this is an indie film, and it made forty million. That made like forty one million. That's great. And it's like wild, dude. That the like The Witch would be like that. Um, where this, where The Northman, was freaking ninety. I mean, it's it says seventy to ninety, and that's typically when studios get involved they kind of sometimes they add the uh distribution in sometimes they don't yeah sometimes but, marketing sometimes not sometimes you know. marketing yeah and sometimes like yeah not all the sometimes it'll just be like principal production and then not just like not visual effects anyways anyways so we're looking for somewhere around like 70 million to 90 million which is your like standard high budget like movie like this is this is this is your hollywood backed which is studio controlled film and it grossed 69 basically like 69 basically 70 million it's too <laughs> bad because so, i mean the reviews like, were well, the reviews were pretty positive for it like everyone was like this is a great movie i wish more big movies big budget movies were like this because absolutely like right. if you if big budget movies should take notice but they won't because they didn't make his fucking money back yeah you know what well, i mean dude, and then look at but look at like lighthouse is dope too because that was 11 million but it only grossed 18 yeah, so that, that, like was he, a, you know, that was that was because Lighthouse is not an ex- but, like the Northman no, is fairly accessible. No. Like I can I could suggest the Northman to my fucking stepdad, you know, but yeah, I I would right. never I would never tell my family to go. You know, you should watch. You should go check out the Lighthouse. That's like for a specific <laughs> breed of people, right? Uh the best breed, my breed. I know, baby, my yeah, breed. Yeah. But yeah, that's a. I don't know. That makes breed. sense. So I hope. I mean, it sounds like he's doing Nosferatu next. Maybe I don't know if it's like official. Official, it might be at this point, and I'm excited because Nosferatu rules, and I know he'll do it right. But uh, I just wonder if sure. he's gonna, yeah, like bring it back down a little bit, you know? 
I mean, I mean, I think, it's gonna be—it's just a fucking for, vampire in a castle. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think he's gonna have to, but it's like it's weird. I wonder if he'll go the lighthouse approach and make it like look well, kind of just like the, the original light. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like how how crazy you gonna get with it? And then it's like I heard that he's gonna cast uh, you know Willem Dafoe again because Willem Dafoe loves yeah. working with him. Right. And, and Willem Dafoe is like one of my favorite actors. Like he's top three, I think, for me. I fucking love Willem Dafoe. And, oh, easy. And the lighthouse. Like he's he's the best part about this movie, and he's so, him and Robert Pattinson are yeah like top five both of them, and I, I can't even get over how much I love the lighthouse. I fucking love that movie, but like he's already was in Nosferatu. He was in Shadow of a Vampire. Uh, he yeah, played well. He played Max Shrek, which is, you know, or whatever the guy who played Nosferatu. Right, right, right. Which uh, the original. If the you've original seen that movie, it's method actor yeah. Nosferatu playing an actor playing Nosferatu. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. He's the original method actor. <laughs> yeah, that movie's fun. Uh, he was he was eating people. That movie is in our opening title sequence. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which it's is kind of fun. It's, yeah, Shadow of Empire. Yeah, Oh, I know. That's what. See, for our hundredth episode, we should have we should break down all the movies that are in that or something. I had to look Give at the somebody video. like. There's more video, more yeah. on the video than there is on the audio, but. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Because you put some movies that we haven't even watched yet. No, there. But, I uh, think there are all movies we watched. Because some of them were just shit I had on my computer. Like there's a clip from Frankenhooker in the opening title credits. Which yeah. <laughs> is uh, I actually fucking loved Frankenhooker, but it's not. Oh, like my, it's not like my favorite I, movie I, of all time or anything. Frankenhooker did so much. Uh, dude, we, uh, I don't know. I'm, the Northman was great. Let's, let's get to, let's it, get to it, it, it was, it was Reddit. good. So, yeah. Uh, I, only I just co- also want to just talk about. <laughs> talk about our, what? Our oh, know. yeah. It's our 100th episode. We can just kind of talk. Uh, yeah, we let people, so. let people know who we are out there. Yeah. My name's Jordan. Oh, anyway. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, the fuck? <laughs> I already blew it. So, uh, we didn't get too many. So, usually Bedwards says, it's odd. And I don't know if that it's odd in a good way. It looks great, and it has some very cool moments, but the tone seems way off. It's like no one, not even the director, is taking it seriously or something. Except Willem Dafoe, of course, nails it. Uh, especially the two leads. I feel like they're always on the verge of smiling at the ridiculous BS they're saying. Like, with almost every take, they burst out laughing as soon as the camera stops rolling. It's possible Alexander Skarsgård is simply not strong enough of an actor to make this lead role compelling, and Anna Taylor-Joy was burning precious resources to make her accent work. It doesn't. And it all seemed stagey and awkward to me. I didn't hate it, but I was pumped to see it and definitely didn't meet my expectations, unfortunately. Uh, thanks, for, I, thanks for the comment. Yes, thank you. But you I, I get you. This is the one I was saying. So, like, I, I commented back to him and was like, I think... Because I didn't really realize it until they said that, that I was like, you know what? And then watching it this time, I was like, the acting does feel very stiff. And I think because it's like Robert Eggers has such an attention to detail when it comes to his language, especially like it's time accurate, you know, usually. Well, yeah, right. I mean, right. they're all speaking English, whether they I may not have that's, entirely. That, but That was actually something that but I, I feel like I that was, was a, trying to. F- they were, were focusing on it. And I feel like it, right. they didn't do the performances while they were trying to deliver the lines, and that came off feeling stilted. Because he's not the only one that said it felt stilted. Whereas, like, something like uh, The Lighthouse is, like, barely under... Like, I had to... I didn't even... I understand it 40% of it the first time I watched it because the, the <laughs> yeah. dialect is so yeah. heavy that it's fucking, like, poetry. And Willem Dafoe even said it's like fucking... Spe- it's like doing a Shakespeare play. But 
man, they are acting their fucking asses off in The Lighthouse. And in this movie, they're kind of just saying the words and then being grumpy. You know what I mean? So I, so I do get it. I feel like that is kind of thing that it's like, I get that that's the characters. Like, I feel like it's fine. Like, I don't need Amleth to be like, oh, mother, why has thou forsaken? You know, being all fucking crazy, it's fine, but it's not. Right. He, he can be solemn and, and quiet yeah. and introspective when he when he delivers his lines. And it's very whisper. A lot of it's whisper. A lot of it's secretive. Mm-hmm. You know, there there well, is a lot. The like, best acted yeah. moment is when Fjolnir, the uncle, his old, he finds his oldest son dead and finds out he has no heart. And he's just like so angry and so yeah. just in grief and he's screaming and no kidman's like he's like you got to be act stronger in front of your lessers and all this you got to be the bigger man and it's like that uh-huh. was like honestly the most emotional performance of the whole movie um so i get it i to- i totally get it i think it like fits but i do feel like it's kind of it's not as exciting as it could be in the acting department like i like alexander right. skarsgård and that for the i most wish part. that I, I wish that it was i wish that it was original dialect and there were subtitles like i that so been, that I, it's like you're gonna tell me that robert eggers didn't wouldn't know how to do that i like, guarantee you he would have wanted like, to do that originally but the studio's yes. like absolutely not <laughs> and, that, and that is that's something where i just <laughs> okay I know, he's I, like I we're gonna do it that, he's I, like okay here's 15 mil <laughs> i have no i have no like i have no, nothing to back this fact up but in my in my deepest soul and heart i know for a fact he <laughs> did the research and he went he went oh he like read all the like because it's it is it is old English. It is it is true English that could exist as like it, it's well, it's language unrecognizable. Back then. Yeah. It's unrecognizable yeah. to us now. Yeah. But it, he could have done that dialect like that in all subtitles. But a studio said, "The fuck, no one's gonna read you, dumb piece of shit. Make a movie that make a sexy movie with blood, motherfucker." Like, <laughs> yeah. And so and then Taylor Joy's butt at least twice. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> can we compromise? Can 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 I have can I have some can I have some fun like witches in it? And they're like, "Well, I don't know how many how many witches do you want in this? <laughs> I don't. want three witches. Now you can have two witches. Yeah, two witches, Kate. Two witches two and witches. a severed head. And and, and I'm gonna shoot those scenes in black and white. Get the fuck out of here! Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, really though, because they basically are. Yeah, they are. And so it's like, yeah. Well, that but, was uh, another thing I really really liked. Uh, the first time I saw it, I, it took me a minute to like it caught me off guard. But the second time, like how they do the nighttime scenes. How it's like black and white, but then like the flames still bring color to it. So it's obviously like right. has to be some combination of like night shot night for day and then like visual effects or something. But uh, yeah. I think that really added an extra element of like the surrealness where it's like all these night scenes and the prophecies. Like even when he's not being all weird with witches, it's like when he's skulking around at night, it's just black and white. But it's like so pretty because it's just like so illuminated well, the, by the, the night sky still, and everything. The grass is still green, but it's blue from the sky. Yeah, it's like blue from the night. Yeah, well, like the grass is only really green when there's it, a source of light that's on the ground. Like when, when it's by like flames or something. Because that's the thing. It's like flames light everything at night and everything that the flame light touches is color. But when he's around no flames at all, it's just black and white. It, Right. Like, I had to stop it and, like, zoom in this time because I was like, is it? Because, like, some scenes, there yeah. is some color, quite a bit of color as well as the black and white. But I feel like it's integrated really well. And I'd, I'd like to see that more in movies because it had such a distinct dreamlike vibe to the night scenes, which really added because they're obviously very important. Important yeah. to the legends. Uh, anyway. Oh, uh, anyway, yeah, I, I agree with that. Thanks for coming. I got one more comment. So, let's see. Oh. One more, one more. Uh, so Clones of People 2 says, my first experience of Edgar's film, and I really enjoyed this. 
At times, I felt like I was watching a Hordorowski-directed episode of Game of Thrones with some David Lynch wooden dialogue thrown on top. It's a weird mixture of surrealism in a very raw and untamed setting. The longer I watched this, the less I wanted Omleth to succeed in his quest for vengeance. His quest is completely pointless and self-serving. He has no redeeming features on his revenge quest except for unwavering loyalty to a father that he barely knew, who does not seem to be a good person. His quest, while at first it seems to be honorable, leads to him killing and terrorizing many innocent people without any remorse. He is much worse of a person than the man that he is out to get, and he deserves death more than anyone else. Uh, editing to add this 24 hours later, as a Viking that wants to go to Valhalla, I guess that deserving death and getting a death in battle is the ultimate goal, and thus Omleth really has succeeded. Uh, I can see why a lot of people did not like this. It's odd, it has a weird tone, the pacing is strange, and the characters are not very likable, but I'm glad to have watched it, and I look forward to The Witch and The Lighthouse. Well, that's kind of a, that's wild. I wonder what my perspective would be, because I've seen, I've seen Robert Eggers in real time. I, like, I saw, I watched The Witch. Yeah, and as it was seen, coming out, like, oh, The Witch is cool, who's this uh -huh. guy? I saw The Witch in theaters, I saw Lighthouse in theaters, but I didn't see this in theaters, but anyways, it's like... You know, I saw my own theaters, so I'm pretty cool. Okay. Oh yeah, you're cool, bro. And it's but, funny uh, because my first impression, uh, out of all three of them, was the lowest for the witch. The that's see, and that's wild. I saw the witch. I saw the witch in theaters, I, I and I was like, up, dude, I, I had to have been in the right mood. I like the entire time. It just gave me like it gave me the large venture yeah. like vibes that I that I crave. I know. You do, you do. Crave I them. love. I love that. And we so can always use like, more Lars von Trier. I mean, pers personally, <laughs> yeah, dude. we we are fans of Lars von Trier. Though, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Like, yeah, you can give me anything he's got. So um, I just, like, it just gave me that, like, I just love the slow creep. And then just, and then just like, out of left field. It was living deliciously, dude. Well, that oh, one had a, because oh, the movie, when I first saw The Witch, I walked out of it being like, I liked that. But I'm not entirely sure about the whole, like, I loved the ending. No. And then I was like, I don't know. And then I was like, it sat with me for like a week. And I was like, you know what? That movie really was <laughs> it's effective. so fucking good. And then that I watched it is, again. That is so good. <laughs> okay. and, then I, and then I watched it again when it came out on uh, like Blu-ray or whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, this movie rules. And then I've, I've since watched it like five times. But Yeah, same, same. I remember watching it with Victoria's mom on a whim. We just, she was like, what's this movie, Witch? And she turns it on. And then I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if you're going to like this. And then I just like, I'm watching it. And I'm like. My God, just the second the music starts and it's just like nothing but like a really dark, like just it just all it is is like a skyline with some twigs. And I'm just like, I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm so ready. <laughs> I know. I, I get that. I love it. I, uh, at a Halloween party at Kylie Landon's house and they throw <laughs> ragers. Uh, yeah, they, yeah. They, uh, they have like a ton of people there. And, you you know, I have a terrible hat. You, I mean, you haven't been around me in person very much in a while, but. You know I have a terrible habit of hijacking the music and or TV like at all times. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, but like nobody was doing anything, so I was just putting on horror movies in the background of the party. And I did after like we watched like Return of the Living Dead or something, and then I was just right. seeing what was streaming and the lighthouse was streaming, and I just put it on, and I ended up sitting there like <laughs> ignoring the whole party <laughs> yeah. for like an hour, and I was like, and then yeah. my wife's like, we gotta go, and I'm like. But the lighthouse isn't over yet, <laughs> and like yeah. she realized, you realize we're at a party, right? Like we skipped you in beer pong. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I know, but like, but like, you know, uh, <laughs> do you see? <sighs> anyway, that's, that's too good. But uh, uh, thanks for commenting, fellas, and uh, I'm glad. You know, even if you didn't love it, I, I like to hear those opinions too because it's you know it's not perfect. Uh, no, and even movies right. that are because even my brother who hated it, I was just like. Lay it Which on me. Surprising. Here's 
I it, I was surprised that because I, I never would have guessed if you would have asked me a month ago, the lighthouse yeah. and everything everywhere all at once. Like which one does Gat like more? <laughs> yeah, I would have bet. I would have bet, bet all the money, all the money all, on, the, yeah. on the Northman. It just makes sense that he would like the Northmen. And the fact that he doesn't, I'm kind of now like my whole perspective is wrong, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, like who are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Maybe he just was like, maybe he's he's connecting emotionally inside. He's like, I know. He's like, ah, he's like, Northmen didn't really connect with me as much as I know. Northmen didn't make me cry. Like, movies aren't the same yeah. anymore after I watch everything. I know, dude. Yeah, yeah, we broke him. To be fair, uh, he's not as initiated as, like, I've seen some pretty weird eye-opening movies. And so going in and seeing everything I roll once to like the layman was probably sh- kind of shocking right and it, yeah that, <laughs> he's they like branched, they, he's they like bridge such a gap flavors don't taste as rich as they once did <laughs> yeah like, right i i can't like, i can't look enjoy... at googly eyes at the dollar store just like and, uh, oh my god <laughs> he, went, he went and saw the newest marvel movie and he's just like it's not the same it's, yeah it's, it's just like not the hollowed, it's not the same I, I can't enjoy this anymore i've seen well, dude i've seen real, real do you know what I? Uh, do you know what I expected? So this is I. We're, we're towards the end here, and I'm. I, we usually say like, if you liked this movie, watch this. Well, what I I think I came into this movie, The Northman, with with expectations of it outweirding Valhalla Rising. I thought because so like Valhalla Rising to me was like was the quintessential like that was the best Viking movie ever made. But it wasn't epic. Because, like it wasn't like big and epic. No, it was. No, it was but, what Robert Eggers would have made with a would have made ten million dollar budget. Right, and I and that's the thing. I I like that. I like that more though. But I mean, that's I, and that's I, where it's not fair. Because I want to see it. Again. Totally just personal. Yeah. Totally personal opinion. I know. I need to. I need to see it again. Well, too, Nicholas like, Winding Rife, or however you say his name, it's like he got right. popular after that for like Drive and such. And, uh-huh. and, and it's I, like and I, I really like his vision too. I like his. Too. I want him. Uh, I haven't. He made like a show recently last, and apparently it's pretty good, but it's weird. But uh, it's like I liked it. I liked only God forgives, which nobody liked, but me apparently. Oh, I no, I like I like only God forgives. Yeah. I think I was on the drive high because it's See, like only I God forgives I, came out like right after. I didn't I like drive that drive, much dude. because I think that I was a chance. I think drive was ruined by the hype for me. Because uh, it was yeah, everyone, you know, all our film friends are just like, oh, my God. And then I watched it. And I'm like, yeah, that's all right. But I, I honestly want to watch it again because I feel like I'd like it more now. Well, and then I got into uh, that. I, how are you saying his White Rifing? Nicholas Winding Rife or something. I'm, I know I'm or butchering Re- it, but you know what I'm or saying. Reffin? Oh, yeah. Neon Demon was like Reffin? his last one that Re- I wanted well, to see, and I didn't see yeah, Neon I, Demon. I, yeah, I never saw that one either. Oh, then, but Bronson was great. Did you ever see Bronson? Oh, did he do Bronson? So I, yeah, so I Holy saw Valhalla Rising. Yeah, Bronson. Valhalla Rising was the first movie I saw by him. Same. And then and then I went back and watched Bronson. Same. And then when and Drive I, came, and then I fell in love out. with Tom Hardy because of Bronson. <laughs> yeah, same, same, same. Uh, and then, yeah, yeah. So anyway, Drive and oh, I love him. Only for God, yeah. God, so to... Northman, huh. go check it out. It's it's worth it is worth your time. Like if, especially if literally you like anything to do with Vikings, it's a must see. Like if you right. have an and interest that, of yeah. Vikings at all, it's a must see. And if you like this, yeah, I think if you like this, watch Valhalla Rising. I think is a great pick, and then Green Knight, right. which I kind of mentioned earlier. Yeah, is those are two, more those the are medieval, like a medieval kind of, but it's like the legend and the surrealness uh, of the Green Knight. Dude, Green Knight rules. Go, loved, go listen to that I episode. Loved, I loved Green Knight. We did. Oh the, my god, we did I, a like, podcast on the Green Knight, right? We yeah. We I know. Did, yeah. I just I forget because that was. <laughs> I was like, what? That was like 50 podcasts ago. No, hey, I know we're on 100 podcasts. podcasts um, 100 pods, dude. It's been fun. You know, here's to 100 more, right? Yeah. 
Well, it, it's, it went quick once we started doing, because for if those of you who don't know, we have 100 episodes, but we covered way more than 100 movies, our older episodes. Some of them are maybe not as good, but... Oh. <laughs> I know, yeah, like, start at, like, 40. <laughs> nah, there, there's, some, there's some good ones, but... Yeah, it was... Um, back then, we did two movies per episode, so, for, like, the first 50, so... So, we'll, we'll be to 200 before you fucking know it, bud. And how many... Oh, yeah. The one I mean, we only do, we only do like what, or I guess no. What do we do? We do four. Oh my god, what is that? Wait, no, don't, don't, don't make me do math. Well, we did, I know. We what's four me. times? What's four times twelve? Don't ask me that on the air. I'm cutting this out. I don't want to make or it seem that, like a buffoon. Or, oh, I'm being, oh, I'm being stupid. It's we do one, 48? one a week, and there's fifty-two. No, there's fifty-two weeks in a year, and we do one a week. Oh but yeah, there you go. We do, but we do thirty in October. Yeah, we do thirty in every day. So we do like we do like almost eighty movies. God, and I could barely keep up this year. <laughs> I think I'm just old, and I and I got kids and stuff now. It's just like I know it was it was I loved every minute of it. But man, it was hard to get through October this I mean, last year. For I'm excited. I'm excited to I'm excited to do it again. I'm always. Excited. I just this this year will be better because I want to be more more prepared, more planned. We'll do something. We epic need and to. Fun. We're not but, I won't, as prepared. I'm not going into town, so <laughs> yeah. that's that's a big one, yeah, for sure. So, um, we'll be more. We always say we're going to get more prepared, and one day we will. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like there's more. If you if you go and you check out our uh, our our Patreon, we have we have stuff on there. It's like things are implemented. It's 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 chugging along. It's moving. I love it. You guys support us. Everybody out there who supports us on Patreon, you're so beautiful. I kiss your ring. You guys are nice. You get some stickers, and we're doing more bonus oh, yeah. episodes coming soon, hopefully. more And getting all the rambles, which I'm putting up the last episode of the ramble. I'll put that up this week. So you can check that oh. out that we did with our yeah. good buddy Davey. I'm so excited. Yeah, we got our bonus episodes, the rambles. And then we, uh, we're going to – we'll do some more bonus episodes. I got some ideas. I might even – after uh, – off air, I'm going to pitch some stuff to you. But, um, pitch them you know, away, crazy. I just – I just looked. I just looked at our our back catalog. We almost did it perfect. So the so get this: the first movie that we did solo for just one week was the 49th episode. Oh it was Goodfellas. wow! That was so the Goodfellas we, was the first yeah, one. Yeah, Good Goodfellas was the 49th episode that we did, and it was the first solo movie. But the funny thing is, the 47th was Last Night in Soho and The Green Knight. So we did The Green Knight as a double feature, That's which right. I totally forgot. I thought we did it as a single movie, but now, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. So that was it right there. And then yeah, so from from 49 on from 50 50 to now, we did. Well, it's also movies. fun. This is the hundredth episode, but this is like three year. This would be the third year of the podcast. Yeah, yeah dude. Uh, on the hundredth is in February is when we started. Um, yeah. Pretty cray, pretty cray, cray, and then uh, the fucking Reddit has been like five or six years almost. Oh, that's so cool. Because that, that's Dude, how this started. That. It just started us being like, "Oh, let's have yeah. a film club, and I'll make a subreddit for it, so we can <laughs> watch movies together with our friends." Yeah, uh, and talk about, which is great because it's like, oh, man, I gotta talk about movies, and I get other people to watch the movies I'm watching, and a lot of like obviously with these newer movies. More people have watched them anyway. They're like in the front of people's minds, yeah. but it's like I like going back and watching even even shit like Pluto Nash, which is I don't know if that's the worst movie <laughs> know, we've ever covered, but it's I, no, it is it's a hundred percent. I kind of like I kind of like Pluto Nash. Me in too. A, in a me too. I it, I have a fond memory of like sucks. how bad it is yeah. and the potential that it had because the there's so much cool yeah. there's so much cool like stuff involved that it could have been something more it like was it was almost like it was almost like a more satirical blade runner or like 
a more lighthearted, like funky Blade Runner. And funky. It, it totally just bombed. It was I so know. bad. Did uh, I? I almost. It. I almost just went. Travis didn't call, right? Uh, no, not that I. I, oh, I okay. looked because I was like, oh, I don't think he did. He didn't text me either. So I was like, yeah. Usually you bring it up, and so, uh, so I'll just assume no. Yeah. No. I, I yeah. I would have told you if I got but, it. But uh, so check out the Northman. Thanks for everyone listening. We are. Still content. We started this mo- this month kind of early for some reason because our schedule got kind of wonked up from the new year. But because yeah. uh, this next movie that we're watching for the best of 2022, we are watching the Indian film RRR or Triple oh, R. No, that one? Yeah. No! <laughs> wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I, it's the prequel to that Vin Diesel movie that came out, Triple X. Triple X, the Rough and R- Rough Riders. Yeah, and uh, oh. I, I've not seen it, but it, I've heard it's a lot of fun. So we'll we'll find out. It, I'll be introduced we, to the crazy I, Indian cinema. I am. We have said we have said on this podcast we will happily watch anything, <laughs> and I I stand by that. I straight oh, up yeah. will watch. I will happily watch literally anything made. And so I think the thing with RRRs, I'm just like everything I've seen on it. I'm just kind of like, okay, this is going to be like. The good, the bad, and the weird, or something. It's just going to be yeah. fun and epic. Yeah, I'm, you know, I don't know. Anyways, we'll it's, I, well, I'm excited to see. Find it out. I've, yeah, I've heard some. I've heard like nothing but good things yeah. about it. So let's see it. I'm, Decision to leave almost one though. Come I on, know, guys. dude. I want to. <laughs> no, but I, I, but that's. The I thing. love I'm you, going... everyone in podcast land. I love you. Here's the difference, though. If decision to leave one, I honestly could say I probably never would watch RRR. Like that's true. I'm interested. See, that's what I love about I, this film. Yeah, festival. I'm interested, film, film. <laughs> but I'm interested in other movies more. And but I know I am definitely 100 percent going to watch Decision to Leave once it's easier for me to watch it. Right. Uh, RRR. On the other hand, if it didn't win, I probably wouldn't have watched it. But now yeah. I'm gonna watch it, and we'll see if it deserves. <laughs> the, yeah, if it's our- as good as Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> I know, right? I'm just like I'm excited to watch something that's completely out of my like wheelhouse. Oh yeah, like, me too. Of, I, I know nothing about my, like, like zone. Indian cinema like at all. So we'll find out. No, I don't even know if this like falls into Bollywood. I'm not even. I I, that's, yeah. I thought it did, a, but someone on the Reddit spot. already commented that it doesn't technically. It doesn't. So we are gonna okay. hopefully educate ourselves slightly and then be able to talk about it a little bit next week. I'm not gonna give you a fucking yeah. history of Bollywood podcast, but no. I'll at least be able to know why this movie's not Bollywood or not or whatever. So, exactly, uh, yeah. should be good. But since we started early, I think we might even have one more week after this. So we might have five 2022 well, movies. But I'll talk to you about that te- after this. Technically, it's the first would be the Tuesday that we record. Yeah, but I always count it to the Wednesday because that's the release day. Because that's how we. Do, I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk. We'll talk. Oh, you're we'll right. Talk, yeah, that's we'll true. talk okay. about it after this. We'll talk. About <laughs> yeah, guys. Well, we'll take it off the air and we'll talk about it there. Okay. All right, bud. So, thank you guys for being with us here for so long. Right. You're beautiful, and yep. uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for commenting on the Reddit and watching the movies along with us. I've actually been getting way more engagement from you guys, and I fucking love it. Just to be able to chat about movies online, the same movies we're watching, helps give me more insight into you know these movies and give me more shit to talk about for this. And uh, I think it's great. Those of you who are watching to the video. Jordan's going to do 100 more push-ups right now, so stay tuned for <laughs> yeah, that. Here I come. Yeah, it I got to put my sweatband on real quick. Uh, all right, here it. I go. I'm going to uh, do the push-ups. 100th <laughs> episode. I'm going to take 100 more shots. Uh, yeah. So I'll probably just be Jordan and my corpse next week. 
<laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna be so ripped, dude. I'm gonna be fucking. I'm gonna be the wolf bear or whatever. I'm I'm Emily. It's dude. just gonna be your two pecs doing the podcast. You won't need me. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't even need. Yeah, I can just do the pecs right off my. All right. Right off my All right, everybody. Have a wonderful evening. After. Good. Thank you. Bye. Good. <laughs>